Here at the Bounce of the Ball, we'd like to acknowledge the Waramai people, the traditional custodians of the land in which we are recording this podcast. We pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging, and I extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people listening. Welcome back to Bounce of the Ball. I'm your host, Rob Aaron, and this week on the show, it's episode 25. How are you, bro? Good yourself, man. Very, very good. So you can find me at Rob underscore Aaron. 23 and my co-host Chappie where can we find you my friend at Chappie Titans that's right and you can follow the podcast at TBOTB podcast so this week as I said episode 25 players who have worn the number 25 do you want to get us started my friend um certainly will certainly will I'll start with uh, probably one of my all time favourite Lakers Mr uh, Eddie Jones nice uh, I'll go with a man just out of the wilderness found himself a new home, Ben Simmons. I will go with another Laker legend, Mr. Robert Horry. Big, Big shot Bob. Bob. Nice. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, Vince Carter. Now he wore number 25 when he played for the Mavs and the Suns, I believe. You're just trying to shut it down right away, right? I'm going to go uh, Mr. Uh, Serge E. Blocker. Nice. I'm going to go the money man himself with all the rings as a coach and a player, Mr. Steve Kerr. <laughs> Alright. Very good, very good. I will go and stay after Malik Beasley. Um, and I'm going to go with the one, the only well he was one when he was at the Bulls but wherever else he was, he wore number 25, D. Rose himself. Mr. Derek Rose. And I guess that's a good place to leave it there, isn't it? It is. Okay, so this week on the show, we have some fun, some fun, some fun. We have the Bounce of the Ball 2K All-Star Draft. Me and Matt are going to play each other in 2K, but we're going to draft our teams first based off the teams that have been selected by the fans. So, yeah, he's going to be Team Chappie. I'm going to be Team Rob Dog. So, uh, <laughs> uh, we're also going to have a look at um, Josh Giddy having a nice little run at the moment. So... You have a look at the stats that I sent you earlier before. Josh Giddy, I believe, has... I believe he's become the fourth on the list for all-time players with um, triple-double, like youngest players. So he's taking over some numbers, um, names right there. And I believe there's 11 days between him and LaMelo Ball at the moment. So the all-star break may save LaMelo Ball's record, but everyone else's record on the list is in grave danger, I'm telling you. Okay, and then it also brings us to a little discussion that we're going to have. So last week, Chappie tried to bring up DeMar DeRozan's MVP case to me, and I actually, surprisingly, as a Bulls fan, kind of shot it down a bit. But... We can leave with that. We, I, I don't mind. In the last seven games, DeMar DeRozan has done something that kind of unheard of in the modern NBA. He's broken one of Wilt Chamberlain's long-standing records, where he scored 35-plus points at more than 50% efficiency. So, yeah, the conversation about DeMar DeRozan may get brought up in MVP talks at the end of the pod if we had time. So, first things first, let's get to this draft. Okay. So, Chappie, how are we going to do this, mate? Who's starting? Scissors, paper, rock? Right on. Old school. Yeah, man. Okay. 
Go. One, two, three. Can you, you see what I've got in my hand? I do, my That's friend. That's okay. You, so, is the format what we discussed earlier? We're going one, what is it? One for one, or are we going one, two, one, two, two, one? What are we doing? I don't know, my friend. You can decide. I won that. I'm going first, so you can decide the format. Let's go one, two, two, one. And then back to one each, okay? Sweet, okay. Yep. Here we go. So I'm going first. My first pick, surprise, surprise, in the 2K draft is DeMar DeRozan. Okay. I like it. Number one like on my it. list. Thank you. Bit of a surprise one. I should have taken other players considering it's 2K, but I am very good at playing with him in the game. So I'm going to go. Joel Embiid. Okay. And then I am going to go. Oh, this is hard, isn't it? Curry. Curry? Yep. Okay. So I get two now. I've lost Curry and I've lost Embiid. So I'm going to take LeBron and Giannis. Back to one each now. I'm going to have to go Luca. Nice choice. Nice choice. Okay. It's Luca off the board. Going to need a big. So I'm going to have to take Jokic. Uh, Tatum. That makes me so much... I feel so much better about you doing that. So now I can take an even-numbered player in the game 2K, but far superior player in real life, and probably in the game, Zach Levine. Thank you very much. My starting five is fucking ridiculous. Well, you're starting five. Far right. Yeah, power forward. I'm going to go... Cat. I'm going to take Jar Morant. Okay, so no, you have here to we go. Let's, let, let's see our teams. So, bro, you have to play everyone. On Team Rob Dog, we have starters. So I've got Jokic, Giannis, LeBron, Demar, and Zach. What are your starters, bro? Well, I've got um, Curry at the point, Luke at the shooting guard, Tatum at small forward. Catapult forward and then be the center. Nice. Okay. That's what I'm thinking at the moment, but uh, may have to uh, chop and change a little bit, but uh, I'm happy with that at the moment. Okay, so on my bench, I've got Ja Morant, Jimmy Buckets, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Jared Allen, uh, Javante Murray, Rudy Gobert, uh, Darius Garland, and Trey Young. What's so salty? I don't really agree with much with the Knicks fans, but I do agree with that. I don't like the yeah. um the dirty foul bait, and I saw a game last year that really annoyed me. But I don't want to digress. Okay, so my bench, I've got CP3, Van Vliet, Ball, Harden, Booker, Wiggins, Middleton, and that's it. Don't have as much length as I thought I did. 
No, you don't. Okay, are you happy with your selections, mate? Not really. I am. No. If I was Giannis looking down at this list, I'd just look up and go. Turn it up, mate. Turn it up. He's going to have to get in the paint. Now, look, my starters, I've got a lot of length there. I've got Tatum, Cat, and Embiid. That's a lot of length. I was looking for length in those positions and speed. Um, that's what I was looking for. I'm actually very happy with that team. We'll start constructing them on 2K. Okay, so this week, Josh Giddy, the Australian first-round pick in the draft. He's done an amazing job so far, has broken some records. Uh, what's the latest one that he broke this week? Oh, he's the fourth youngest player to like, record a triple-dub, isn't he? I think so, yeah. I'll just quickly... And, you know, we just said that he's the fourth youngest. I think you'll actually find he's the youngest, the second youngest, and the third youngest as well on that list. So Lamelo Ball, like I said. Yeah. So it's got the days here. Um, Lamelo Ball's age was nineteen. Yeah. So Josh Giddy's age when he recorded that triple double today was nineteen years and one hundred and twenty nine days. The next person on the list is Lamelo Ball, so he was nineteen years and one hundred and forty days. Okay. The All Star break may save that, but it may not. Depends when they're back. Are they back within seven days? I haven't got the roster in front of me to see when it. Plays out. That's the thing, man. He's already he already holds the record, doesn't he? So like, he back is on the twenty fifth. He doesn't hold that one, but so what I'm saying is that he could be like the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. Like he's more than capable of filling out this entire list. The way, crazy, the rate that he's going, and he plays on the twenty fifth against the Suns. It's going to be a tall ask putting that up against the Suns. Uh, yeah. yeah, the Bulls will be playing the Hawks on the 25th as well. And the Lakers don't play till the following day when you will be playing with your crosstown rival, the Clippers. Crosstown rival? Mm-hmm. Mate, they're across the hall. Uh, so, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, so Josh Giddey's last game. So today he put up 17, 10, and 10. But um, what was particularly interesting was the game he put up the other day at the Garden. He said he loves playing at the Garden. He scored 28 of 39 minutes, um, 11 and 12. So 11 rebounds and 12 assists. Also put a steal in there to go. Mate, he also put up 11, 12 and 10 against the Bulls when he played us in the loss the other day. But um, mm-hmm. he's playing amazing basketball at the moment, mate. It surprises me just how young he is. Yeah. It's very wise for his... Um, Age, you can tell that he's he does have a rich basketball heritage, but his father did play um, out here. I think he played with the Boomers as well. I'm fairly sure. Okay. Yeah. So no, as I said, it's just someone that young. Um, it's, he's a good player. Yeah. Clear player. Um, as I as I said to you the um, day that he uh, posted triple dub against Ulod. Um, I think that's a day I commented, yeah, he kills me on 2K each and every single time I play him. Yeah. Um, yeah he's so he's long, a... man. He's um, 200 and... Yeah, he's two metres. Two metres and three centimetres. 93 kilos. He was a bit more solid than made Oh, my God. He's only going to put that on in the next couple of years. 
because his dad, yep. his father's actually um fairly solid set bloke, man. So yeah, he's very young still. He's going to fill out, I imagine. Um, he's going to be dangerous, mate. He's going to be like don't want to like sound too blasphemous, but he may be magic esque as he develops with that length, that cerebral play. He's very young, man. He's only 19. Magic, how old was Magic when he came into the league? You've got to think about it. He did three years in college, didn't he? Like they all did back in the day? Yeah, probably. But so Magic-esque. Magic-esque. I'm not saying he's Magic. Magic-esque. What? So it's all right to say someone's Jordan-esque, but it's not all right to say someone's Magic-esque. Who's Jordan-esque by Kobe? Um, oh, I've been saying that this year Jar Morant looks rookie Jordan-esque at times. At times. He's going to break his foot. Remember he did kind of like do that at the start of last year? Like in, <laughs> the, in his second year too? It was The parallels are a bit funny if you have a look. But yeah. Nah, I don't know, mate. It's not... Underappreciated in his draft class. Don't went went for the bigger, louder, noisier one. End up being. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that Jar Morant is the next Jordan. All I'm saying is that at times, when I see him play, it reminds me of watching a really, really young Michael Jordan play. <clears throat> like that athleticism and explosiveness. That what? Dude, the way he jumps in the air remember. is stupid. I just remember that game he tried to dunk on Zion. That's just crazy. Absolutely crazy. And he comes off Zion calling a big motherfucker. Like, I was just like, wow, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you see um, Beverly and DeMar the other day? So DeMar, Patrick Beverly did it too small to Ayodesumu. And DeMar's like, don't do that to my rookie. And then straight up, he's just like called the play, got an ISO on Beverly. Yeah. Cooked him on the baseline and just sunk one over him and just stood there with the whole like, too small. Too small. Yeah, yeah, bro. DeMar's playing at the moment. He's Jordan-esque. Would that be too far of a statement to make? It's... It's, um... That segues us into this out Demar conversation. So, over the last seven games, Demar Derozan has gone the hell off. He's gone on a scoring streak actually. That's beaten. But with that percentage, he's scoring that. By the way, over thirty-five points each outing. So, yeah, he's gone on a scoring streak. Like I said, that has broken Wilt Chamberlain's record. So this is apparently the most efficient scoring streak in NBA history. That's that's just ridiculous. With um, scoring thirty-five points or more, it's absolutely insane. Like <laughs> the thing that screwed him over is that and, there's a couple of games there that he dropped under fifty percent, but he still dropped like forty piece and thirty-nine or whatever it was. It was absolutely crazy. Yeah, uh, his scoring yeah. efficiency is ridiculous this year um and he's doing it all in the mid-range the sexy sexy mid-range you love your mid-range Jay, don't Dude, you you know it 
so good, man. Nah, it's insane. Like when you look at it and what he takes, what one or two threes a game max. Um, if even that half the time. Yeah, it's insane. It just shows that a mid-range game is still effective in this league. Of course it is. When you've got catch and shoot scorers sitting on your perimeter, ready to fire like Kobe White, who are shooting efficiently at the moment, all DeMar DeRozan has to do is go in, create his own shot at times, you know. And what he's doing is he's creating gravity. So he's dragging the double team, at times triple team, and he's kicking it to efficient shooters at the moment who are soaking up them boundary, you know, the perimeter shots. So, yeah, and he's getting the support he's needed. Um, but at the same time, he's being able to do that by creating that gravity in the first place. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, you can't collapse onto one player and leave open shooters. You can't do it, especially guys who can't hit their shots. Um, I'm pretty certain I've told you, I'm not a firm believer on double teaming. Um, if a guy's cooking you, so be it. But you don't want guys hitting threes. Um, that's a poor option, in all honesty. You just have to live with it. Put your best defender on him and live with it. If he cooks him, he cooks him. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Yeah, so he's actually really um, bolstered his kind of you know, campaign, I suppose. You'd call it for MVP. Well, he's not actively speaking about it, but... Um... Yeah, a lot of people were saying, and I get it, that uh, Jokic is still the standout favourite. Uh, but the Nuggets are currently sitting in sixth on the NBA table over in their conference, and Demar has carried an injury-riddled Bulls through to this All-Star period. Yeah. I hate the argument of team position um, affecting your overall MVP standing. Hate it. In what sense? You don't think it should matter at all? I just sit there and think if you're on an awful team, that shouldn't impact your ability to win the MVP. That's but just my humble. You're the most valuable player in the league. If you're the most valuable player in the league, you should be able to get your team at least to where do you think? Mate, you put... Well, I think fourth. In the top four. No. Look, you put DeMar or Jokic on the Rockets at the moment, he's not going to win games. You put Embiid on that team, they're not going to win games. Your supporting cast help you win games. It's not just you. You think? 100% they do. Okay. Yeah, so Kobe was quite important today. I think he ended up scoring 27. Um which got his standard double-double. So I think it might have been a 20-point double-double. I'm not too sure. Haven't got the stats in front of me directly. Like you said, I suppose, it's um, about the support. But at the same time, the Bulls are lacking a lot of other support. They are carrying a lot of players still that you don't even know the name of when I mention them. So <laughs> It's not my fault. I've always treated Chicago as irrelevant, isn't it? Oh, shots fired. Talking about irrelevant, how are the Lakers doing this week? I think we won. We won you the game. Won today. You did win today. So, um, I believe beat the Jazz by five points in the end. 
Oh, mate, as I said, I sent you that message um, the instant I saw um, AD roll his ankle. And uh, I actually turned it off at that point. So have you, have you uh, read any of the prognosis or anything about AD's ankle since watching the, the injury? It, was, it looked awful. Um, no, I actually haven't. Um, it's AD, so I figured he's out for the season and probably half of next year too. It's one of them um, ones that rolled in. They're not good. No. No, 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 no. But yeah, as I said, I see, I saw it and I sent you that message right away. I was like, yeah, AD's done. Um, yeah, I think he actually said, I'm done, man, to the trainers. He came out like, that's it. I'm gone. Like, yeah. So if he's acknowledged it straight away. Yeah. yeah, but you know what it's like when you roll your own ankle sometimes. Like, it, whenever you injure yourself, at times it feels real bad at that point in time and you just need to let the swelling come down a little bit and sometimes it's not as bad as what you think, but... Um, yeah, he finished with 17-2-2 two and two off 17 minutes. A point a minute. Talk about... Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I ended up having to play 40 minutes in the end, so he finished with 33, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. So. For LeBron. So, um, also, I tweeted that to you the other day. Oh, what's this? Austin Reed. Oh, it's Austin Reeves. I thought I read that Austin Rivers played for the Lakers for a second. I'm like, <laughs> wow. When did that happen? Uh, oh, did I um tell you? Did did you see that uh, Tyreek Evans has been reinstated? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to mention that? I think we just did, didn't we? No. Um, like, do you want to give people a background? Oh, the fact that he got done for drugs. Yeah. How long ago was it now? And who was he playing for at the time? Um, what was it? Three years ago, a couple years ago, no? Um, so. Three then? I think it was three years. Um, Do you remember all I me? Mean, was it performance enhancing drugs or was it recreational? I believe it was recreational, wasn't it? Okay. Um, I think he last played for. I don't even remember two years ago. Was he? The Pacers, maybe. I think it was. I think it was at the Pacers. That sounds about um, right. Living in Indiana, I'm sure you get bored. Um, now, now. Oh, what? I'm Here at the basketball, we do not encourage or endorse drug use. No, we don't. Not at all. But we do not make jokes about it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I've always had time for Tyreek. Um, yeah. Was he rookie of the year and everything, wasn't he? At one point in time? Yeah, um, I think so. He, yeah, he was too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Um, he's a good player. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'd love the Lakers to pick him up. We need all the help we can get. But after three years, what type of shapes he in? Has he actually been playing? Has he been shooting? It's too hard to tell. Like, look at Darren Collison when he came back. He was garbage. Yeah. And what teams have been chasing him for two years? Like, crazy. So talking of um, free agents that have hit the, uh, the buyout market and have been waived... Seems like the Bulls have managed to pick up some big man support and Tristan Thompson. It's not the Cavs, uh, you know, championship winning Tristan Thompson, but it is hopefully a few minutes off the bench. Give us some support, Tristan Thompson. Didn't he just get, he just got traded as well, didn't he? He just got traded to the Pacers and he got waived because I believed he would prefer to have been on a team that was towards the top of the East. If you've seen this press conference today, it was hilarious. Um, Rick Carlisle 
announced that he was waived in the press conference and he was going to a team that was contending in the Eastern Conference, starting with a C and ending with an O. You may know them. <laughs> We've all heard this and gone, what the hell? The Bulls game's still on. What's happening? Tristan Thompson's going to the Bulls? <laughs> and then Billy Thompson, and then, sorry, and then Billy Donovan in the post-match press conference said, oh, I haven't really got anything to comment on that right at this moment. And they're like, oh, okay, yes. And, and I haven't got any Pacers news for you either. <laughs> That's quality from Billy. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know he had that in him. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's real good. Um, yeah, so it's all going all right. The Nets, they've won a couple of games. The streak was broken. Big T. Going to be loving it, mate. Yeah. Jeez. Um, well, interestingly enough, the team that's kind of piqued my interest lately is the Boston Celtics. Yeah, they won a couple of big games lately, didn't they? they which team did they blow up the other day? By lots of points. Uh, yeah, they, they blew out the seventy sixes by quite oh. a bit, right? And, and they're now thirty four and twenty six, sitting in sixth place. They're two, I don't know. They're like a game and a half clear of yep. the Raptors at the moment, who are mm-hmm. in the plan with the Nets. So it's quite interesting down there. Quite interesting, but the Nets are only like a game behind on losses, and the Celtics have obviously played more, three more games. Yeah, something to that effect. So, uh, hang on. so the Nets won today. Um, yep. Who are they? New York, weren't they? Or yep, could have been. They yeah. came back from twenty-eight down, I believe. What's going on in New York? Um, the wheels have just been falling off there. Falling right off, mate. New York has plummeted. They're now 12th in the Eastern Conference. They're like last year's Bulls. I just don't get it. No, like, the they Wizards weren't that are more bad. like last year's Bulls. Yeah. Hmm. I just do not understand what's going on at the Knicks. Like, for them to be starting Kemba and all this other stuff again, it, it just does not. They're 25 and 34 at the moment. 25 or 34, jeez. I don't know. It's just making sense to me. And they looked Rough. good. They looked good in parts and at times. It's just the strangest little... Yeah, I don't get it. I just do not get the Knicks. I don't do know who it. does. Um, okay, so the Trailblazers. They're an interesting team. Who knows what they're doing? Are they going for the plane or not? If they make the playoffs... The likelihood of the Bulls getting their pick next year increases massively. But if they don't, it decreases hugely as well. It looks like we're going to miss I, out on it. I thought they were trying to rebuild. They are. So it's, it's just in this weird position because Anthony Simmons is going off for them right now. Okay. So they've got to let, <laughs> the, kid, they've got to let the kid ball. Like the, the interesting thing about when you tank is no one really tells the players. They just build a shit team or they build a team that they expect to not yep. be able to put as enough wins on the board. But these kids are ballers and want to win some of these. That's why you draft them with these high picks. Some of them aren't going to lie down. This is like uh, why Jordan was very disillusioned with the front office of the Bulls for all them years because of the pick situation they tried to create in um in the year that he ended up putting that 63 on the Celtics in the playoffs. Even though they mm-hmm. lost and got belted, 
Jordan had the opportunity to show the world basically what he was made of in them couple of games, and he yep. was freaking ridiculous. So, yeah, it's just like, yeah, hard, some man. of these kids just they don't like losing, man, and they will not lie down. And I don't blame them. I'm good on them. You know what I mean? The stupid thing about that though is that it's about your coaching, and if your coach knows that the organization wants to tank. You can sit players at certain times in the game. You're starting to catch hot, sit them for a bit. Like, you can massage a W. Just think about this, but right? If you're a coach, what incentive do you have to actually tank? Surely it's between you and the front office where you're the first. You're the first ball guy, okay? Because you're the face of... Okay, this is how it always works. There's no incentive yeah. because you're the first fall guy, right? And then yeah. if you're tanking and you do as they're told and they use you as the fall guy, you won't get any opportunities down the track because people, you have this terrible record and people perceive you as this freaking shocking coach. You know? Yeah. You're the reason why this team was losing so badly. When, yeah, I, I believe that just coaches should just keep doing what they should. They should just try and win games. And then, like, if they get sacked for winning too many games, then front office has got to explain that to the fans but in a position like where portland are if he wins too many games and they only just this is why i don't like tanking man because it's got a massive problem it doesn't it doesn't help you ever attract a free agent no and that's what basketball's probably going to see only way that basketball's going to grow in the smaller markets is if they can attract big name free agents that will help that market flourish. Yeah, but if teams like Charlotte struggle with it, what hope does Portland have? Well, they've got Dame. Like, they gave CJ that stupid big contract, and now they've offloaded that contract. They've got Dame left. They're going to have some money and some picks to work with. They could make a big trade and make themselves a bit more attractive if they really, really tried. I really don't know what some of these front offices are doing, man. I really don't. But at the end of the day, who wants to go live in Portland? It's not Cleveland, bro. (laughs) 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 Okay, so, yeah, the Lakers, they're sitting in ninth, man, 27 and 31. Um, That's us done. 80's probably out for the season now. We've got nothing. Our big push has been ADs coming back. We'll gel, we'll get right. And without him, what do we have? Uh, yeah, it's scary. So does that mean now we have to go back to running Dwight as our starting center? Pardon, oh, shut up. Pardon, what's that? Can you keep telling me? Um, the Lakers are an amazing organization. We don't need a look in all honesty. Um, it's so salty, mate. It's all those championships, man. All that metal, you know, <laughs> so, so salty. Okay. No, like I said, no, in reality, what are we going to do without AD? The um, big push when was injured originally was AD's coming back. Yeah, no, It's no. not that AD's coming back. Dude, I felt for you so much when I saw it. I'm like, oh no. It's not going to go well. He's barely 
barely watching basketball as it is. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, been painful. Oh, God. What can you I don't do? know how you've done this for years. Dude, it's just... You gotta learn to cope. You develop really good coping mechanisms. So I'm also a West Tigers supporter. So my coping mechanisms are supreme, my friend. Supreme. I can deal with any adversity. Mate, I'm a Liverpool fan. I thought that 38 weight was uh, awful. But we had our highs, we had our peaks, we had our troughs along the way. And, you know, there's always hope. Maybe a lot of false hope. But there was hope. Yeah. Yeah. But I always had the Lakers. Not anymore. I've got Liverpool now, but the Lakers have always been that consistent thing. Anyway, not anymore. So it's um, not LeBron's fault for gutting the team of all its youth? No, it's Rob Palinka's fault. Rob Palinka? Who is running the show, but Rob Plinker or LeBron? He's getting paid to run the show. Who is the executive? a lot of money. Who's oh, the executive? So we're going off tangent, oh. yeah. Yeah, but who's the executive who signs off on all the trades? Who's the executive which signs off on player contracts and everything else? It's not LeBron. It's not AD. That's right. It's Rob Plinker. That's where the blame lies in my. Have many holiday. Why not? We need I'm going to get sacked anyway. I'm going to Disneyland. Yeah, may as well. Anyway, let's well. move on. Do you reckon everyone's conceded in that front office that it's all over? Um, I'd say yes. Like, yeah. what are we going to do? Trade LeBron. We had this discussion the other day. No you, no, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. He earns that organization too much revenue, bro. Probably. Yeah, not worth trading. Not as AG ain't going to get nothing back from. So you'd rather be irrelevant on the basketball court, but relevant in the merchandise stands. Interesting. When gonna, you I'm just going to jot that down as a note. No, but listen, when you when when you're gonna relevant basketball team. Ching 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 number six jersey. Sorry. Is that everything? Uh, he'll switch back to twenty three. And then uh, the next season switch back to six, you know, gotta keep the Dot people point. guessing. Continually steal people's legacies. Probably will wear twenty four next. Okay, so we're going to play our 2K All-Star game that we just drafted for on Saturday or Sunday. We'll upload that to our YouTube channel with, I'm sure, some lovely commentary to go along with it. (laughs) Okay, so that wraps us up for the week. Uh, If you're listening to us on Spotify or Podbean, please give us a follow and share it with your friends. Uh, If you're watching us on YouTube, please like our videos and subscribe to our channel. That's all. I'll see you later. Bye. See you, bro. See you, bro.